So hi again, everyone. Welcome back. I hope uh, we have uh, everyone back. So we have about uh, 15 minutes or so really to uh, share. I was thinking of this both in terms of sharing uh, insights, recognizing that this is really about collective wisdom, sharing insights or what may have been uh, helpful learnings during the period, uh, but also um, a chance to ask questions about practice, anything related to what I said or anything that's come up of, of any kind. And um, we'll be able actually to hear people's voices. But what I ask is that you be on the brief side so we can be on the quite brief side so that in both in terms of sharing insights and asking questions so we could uh, have a number of people uh, have a chance to share. So with that, we'll open things up. Any sharings, questions, spontaneous poems, whatever. Everyone is on mute right now. If you remember, you can click on uh, participants and that gives you a menu where on the right side, you can raise your hand and I'll watch for raised hands. Okay, the first hand I saw is um, Uli, if I'm pronouncing your name correctly, I'm going to unmute you so that you can begin your question. And if anyone would prefer to ask their question not on video, feel free to uh, chat me the question and I'll ask it live. Uli, you're up. Oh, lovely. Hello, I'm Uli. Uh, I'm calling in from London. Thank you so, so much for this uh, lovely Sangha. I have really, this is a lifeline for me. Uh, I live right in the center of town. And uh, that's what my uh, uh, question is related to. Um, I have two parks near me and uh, I can still go out uh, for walks in the park. And uh, I would really uh, love to have a resource um, for uh, an audio for a guided walking uh, meditation. Um, oh, great. Would be lovely if I, could, uh, I, I do power walking in the park and then I would like to do one or two rounds with a guided walking meditation and I wonder if you have resources for that. Great. Uh, thank, thank you so much, Uli. And uh, uh, hello to London. I, when I was uh, uh, 14, 15, I lived for a year in England, so warm thoughts. And um, I think here we would want to use the resources of some of our uh, online uh, collections of talks. So I think if you go to uh, Dharma Seed, dot org, D-H-A-R-M-A-S-E-E-D dot org, and you work with a search function for walking meditation, you should get a number of uh, options that will give you guided walking practice. The, the other main source would be uh, connect with a center nearby here. It's called Audio Dharma, A-U-D-I-O-D-H-A-R-M-A. And again, you should be able to find, I think it's audiodharma.org, and you should be able to find uh, good walking meditation instructions. Thank you. We have a question coming at me in chat from uh, someone who wants to know if you would be able to um, share again the quote by Joanna Macy. Oh, from Joanna. Yes. Uh, this is it. Uh, as humans, we are called to meet courageously what is obstructing our path. Mm. 
That gives us energy. When we meet the challenges in front of us, may they be illness, climate crisis, danger to our democracy, or to vulnerable fellow humans, then we become discerning, eloquent, courageous, and able to hold our heads up. So, amazing being, yeah. Thank you. Again, could also be a sharing of what's been, you know, helpful or an insight you've had. I see an actual hand up from Bonnie, so I'll go ahead and okay. unmute you. Thank you. Um, I just want to briefly say, Donald, this has been wonderful. I appreciate your insights and teachings. And what is going to stick with me is the rating scale that you presented, uh, recognizing I don't remember exactly how you put it, but recognizing between one and 10 um, and how to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you, Bonnie. It's, um, did, was that complete for you? That was complete. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very crucial. It's sometimes a missing piece in mindfulness instruction. Sometimes we just say, just be mindful. Be mindful of whatever is there. But the reality is, we can actually only be mindful and stay with something when it's in what we might call a workable range. And I, you know, that's going to be, you know, something, you know, I was quantifying it as something maybe six or below, maybe it could be seven. It's going to be personal, but it's basically to have a clear sense of a difficult experience and whether it's basically taking you beyond your normal capacities for mindfulness being present. In other words, whether the triggering or the activation is too much. And then we want to have tools that help us to come back to balance and, you know, deactivate and so forth. But that's, yeah, it's sometimes missing. I think I got clearer about that when I was doing a trauma training and we had a number of people who reported having had a history of trauma and being in meditation retreats and some and having traumatic reactivation, sometimes being told, just stay with it. Right? It doesn't work, right? We need to really know the level of difficulty or intensity and apply appropriate tools. Mindfulness uh, in the usual way is not always the optimal tool. Yeah, thanks. Next is a question from Jane comments and a question. Hi, hi, Donald. Hi, Jane. Hello, all you lovely virtual Sangha out there. Um, I found that gratitude practice has been incredibly helpful right now. Um, everybody's in a different place, but we've all got something to be grateful for. And um, I've fallen back on metta practice and compassion practice in a big way as I go through my day. Um, those things have just been really, really very helpful to me. Great. Uh, thank you so much, Jane. I think you know, maybe to uh, add to what you were saying, put in a little bit of context. Uh, this is really related to that, you know, the danger I think that we all know of getting into um, fixed views or negative narratives, sometimes fueled by anxiety, uh, which really are ways that our natural negativity bias gets extreme. And we want practices that help to mitigate that negativity bias, like 
gratitude practice or joy, being with the positive, deliberately being with beauty every day, very valuable practice for our time, deliberately going into gratitude, uh, those states which are, you know, we could say are more uh, positive, uh, supportive and so forth. So gratitude, very good practice, very simple way to do it is just to reflect for three, four, five minutes on what we're grateful for right now. And do that as a daily practice, do it twice a day, very, very helpful. Thank you. Next up will be Helen. Ah, there. Um, I just want to put in another plug or a plug for gratefulness.org. Um, the website founded, I don't know, by and for Brother David Stendhal Roth. Yeah. And I, I love that for gratefulness practice. That, that's great. Thank you so much. Uh, Gratefulness.org connected with the uh, Catholic uh, contemplative David Steindl-Rost. Yeah, but not very Catholic. I mean, it's pretty, pretty David, ecumenical. Yeah, Brother David's Catholic, but you know, he hung out with the yogis. No, he's, he's, he go, he has a big mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, the other person I think of is uh, Fred Luskin, I think it is, uh, connected with Stanford has a whole center related to gratitude. And uh, uh, so I think there's some of that too. Thank you. Thank you, Helen. It looks like I may have lost a couple of raised hands, uh, so they may have been lowered. So if you do have a question or a comment, um, feel free to double check and make sure that your hand is raised. One that I'm, uh, seeing from a few folks in chat is a question about whether um, whether our drop-ins will be available for Dharma, uh, through Dharma Seed. And that's something that we're working on as we're trying to figure out um, the technical components of broadcasting through these new platforms. Um, we're trying to uh, figure out the Dharma Seed piece. And in the meantime, we've extended access to uh, all of our live streamed events through the website. So you can register for them even after they've happened and access those um, those recordings for up to three months. So oh. as we figure out the Dharma Seed piece, I encourage you to uh, check out all of the new content that is available online. And thank you for your patience. Yeah, can I add to that? Please. Um, yeah, this is something that uh, uh, I'll be able to do for this time is that I've been making my own digital recording of the session, and I will post the talk on Dharma Seed later today. So that'll be available. Thank you. Yeah. Any other sharings? What's been helpful, unexpected? You know, I was thinking of those beautiful uh, community expressions. You know, there's so many, you know, I, I have a kind of a, a local email community function and people are just continually writing, please let us know of elderly people who need people to do shopping for them and so forth. And there's just a there's an outpouring, much like in that uh, Dorothy Day quotation, you know, where she said, while the crisis lasted, people loved each other. It's kind of a beautiful quote, but also sad in some ways, right? Like after the crisis ended, people went back to their own ways. Yeah. Other, so other sharings or could be also a question. 
there's a question that reads, all of the extra time has felt like extra pressure to meditate more. Oh, yeah. You hear that? It's been hard to internally motivate myself to meditate more. It feels more like self-chiding. You should meditate more. How can I make it more easeful? Great. Really, I imagine that's very common, right? To people having that time. So thank you so much for that, uh, that noting and, and the question. Um, I think a few things occur to me and probably we, if we had had, you know, another 15 minutes, we could share a lot individually. But what occurs to me is um, someone I was talking to yesterday. Uh, one thing that could be helpful is to find the form of meditation that really works and sort of works most easily. Uh, for example, for some, it might be doing uh, more walking meditation. You know, that might be really, 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 really helpful. Um, see, for, for others, it could be more useful to plug into groups like this and be with, uh, uh, receive support from others. Another would be to call up a friend and say, let's meditate together uh, right now. Will you do that with me? So it's not all on me to do it. But so that's where the community aspect comes in making use of the online support, support from friends, do a little bit of time, you know, do maybe multiple short sittings rather than a long one. So those are some ideas which occur to me right now. Thanks. Um, next, we have a question from Sylvia. Well, I don't have a question, but I see that it's almost time to go. So I want to say hello and bravo to my colleague and longtime friend, Donald Rothberg, and Heidi, and all of you. And to, to recognize, but I'm sure all of you have recognized that looking at each other, it's not exactly the same at all as being with us in real life and being able to put out our hand or touch somebody or just really sense their beingness next to us. But this is a really good thing. And to know, in fact, that not only do we have this circle here, but it extends as far as London and who knows where else it, it extends. Both things are true. Uh, people have been saying maybe when this is all over, everybody will stay home and we won't commute anymore. And we'll just do like, I don't know what we're going to do after it's all over. But I'd like to uh, just point all of you towards Frank Rooney in today's New York Times is saying that there's some, that, that it's a discussion of, it's wonderful that we can do this and be with each other, and it's not a thing. And the, the, uh, the beginning research that it's not the same, it lacks something, uh, he said of the five things we have, which is hearing, seeing, smelling, touching, tasting, and thinking about six things, that's the five sense things can only do two of them. We can see and hear. And he says it lacks something to be physical presence. So this is this is a very good thing to do in the meantime. And I think it will be into the future a very good thing so that Uli in London can be with us all the time. And anybody who's not in Northern California can be with us all the time. But we that can be with each other, maybe we'll do it more and more. And it's nice to know that, that that need to actually touch people. 
really counts. You know where I get a hit of that, though? I try also, as Donald said, to watch minimal television because it's too overwhelming. But as I have caught little batches of pictures of what's going on in New York and seen people moving and treating and taking people, the paramedics, the ambulance drivers, the nurses, the doctors, all the healthcare workers, moving people and being close to them. I'm feeling, like, even as I say it to you, so good that those people who are so sick have someone actually touching them and caring for them and willing to do that. And I feel such enormous uh, admiration for them, really. Such gratitude that there are people who can run into the fray and not mind it. People who say, I'm wearing the same mask for a week, but I'm still going because I have to. My hair stands on end, even as I say that to you. And it picks up my heart that people have the possibility of being that not self-serving, that and you know, here we have this good, beautiful British wish. May all beings be peaceful and happy and come to the end of suffering. I don't think I've ever understood that as well as I have in the last couple of weeks. The unself-centeredness to think that. I really, really, when I look at some of these pictures of what's happening to people all over the world, I understand that phrase through my own body and through the people that I love more than I ever did. So I'll be happy to be in a group listening to Donald at each group today. Mm -hmm. And thank you for letting me say that. Yeah. Thank you, dear one. <laughs> thank you, Sylvia. Um, let me bring our session to a close with with two things, two short, again, two short practices. One is to invite everyone to be in touch with your intention for your own practice, your own response to the situation that that uh, comes out of our time together. Just take a minute or so. What intention surfaces right now in terms of uh, taking what we've explored into your own life and practice? And then bringing back that sense of care and kindness and compassion. Feel your own heart and bring back that sense or connect with that sense, I should say, of holding yourself and others with kindness and compassion in this time. However that is accessed for you, maybe bringing your attention to specific beings. Feeling the center of the chest.
And then closing with the traditional dedication of merit, a very short version of it, to invite our invite that our time together and any benefits from our time together be there for us, be there for others in our lives, and then beyond the familiar boundaries be offered to others in the world. May our lives and practices be of benefit to ourselves, may it be a benefit to others, ultimately in mysterious ways to all others. So thank you everyone and to be continued. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.